Hey, Dave, what's up? It's been a little while. Yeah, I know. We skipped October. That stinks because October was National Disability Employment Awareness Month, but we got to do what we got to do. But it's good to see you. And Halloween. Let's not forget that. I mean, that's a big deal too for of some course. of us. Of course. And I had a blast. Maybe we'll talk about that after the after the interview today. But I'm really, really well, excited. definitely. I'm really, really excited about today. Uh, where are we stopping? We're stopping at what is commonly referred to as Landon Lincoln, Illinois. And um, mm-hmm. I recently found out a very random, weird, and cool fun fact that did you know the Landon Lincoln is also the home to the largest bottle of ketchup? um that might last me a week maybe so that's great <laughs> how big is the biggest bottle of ketchup I, I don't know i just like i was looking up like interesting things about illinois and it just said largest bottle of ketchup and... <laughs> all right well anyway that's not the only thing special about illinois uh illinois is is home to an incredible company called Aspiratech. Um, and I was thrilled to get to know Rachel Brusick from Aspiritech recently. Uh, and Aspiritech is an employer of many neurodivergent people, which is pretty cool, right, Josh? Yeah, very interesting. I always like seeing like this because um, when you, you research on and stuff, you find like these individuals are so passionate for what they mm-hmm. do. And I, I respect passion. That's just one of the things I do. So um, it's really interesting and really cool. Yeah. And that being said, can't wait to bring her on, right? So, um, Rachel, thank you so much for being on Sounds Like Autism. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Right. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Aspiratech? A little bit of background about myself. My name is Rachel Brusick. I am a 25 years old, and I'm currently employed at Aspiratech as a software quality assurance lead. I actively lead a team of 25 neurodiverse QA analysts through complex and sometimes chaotic projects for Fortune 500 companies. However, within Aspiratech, I serve as a jack of all trades, as I have volunteered to assist our marketing team with developing ideas for marketing materials and working on my own time to build connections with other companies to assist our marketing efforts. I have led QA training groups for new hires alongside other leads and coaches. Uh, And the day that lockdowns began during the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, our chief marketing officer, Brad Cohen, and I spent a few weeks with both of us driving hundreds of miles all over Illinois and Wisconsin to deliver equipment to our staff of 130 plus. We wanted to ensure that the work for our partners could continue uninterrupted, but it also was important for me personally that our staff could rely on us and, and feel safe. Uh, I've worked jointly with our Stepping Up and Out coordinator to develop, organize, and engage others in an entire 30-day itinerary of Pride activities in celebration of Pride Month and our LGBTQ plus employees. There are many things I do at Aspiritech, but uh, these are just some of the examples. Yeah, Aspiritech is not our world at all. We are not computer guys, Josh and I will admit, right, Josh? Yeah, yeah, we're not exactly the most computer savvy people in the world, um, but it is uh, certainly so, so interesting to us. And you seem to be up to so much, which is awesome. Uh, and you and I are actually already friends, right? Uh, we serve together on the Ivy Business School Neurodiversity Employment Advisory Board together with Dr. Temple Grandin and a bunch of other incredible minds. Um, so it's so great to bring you on the show. Thank you. With that said, um, what exactly is Aspiritech and what makes it different than other companies in the field? Uh, Aspiritech is a very unique place to work. Uh, 90% of our employees are neurodivergent and most of our management are as well. And they're promoted from within, which is very uh, 
important and very valuable to our corporation. We were one of the first companies of our kind in North America. Uh, many other neurodiverse hiring initiatives at other companies uh, have followed our business model when developing their own autism to work programs. Uh, Spiritech also employs a team of on-site counselors that kind of support our employees and develop accommodations to help them be as productive as possible. Um, we also pay competitive salaries and cover 93% of our expenses and 100% of our QA analyst salaries with our earned revenue from the work that we do with our clients. We also provide social programs and employment training for our employees and adults with autism in the community. Well, that, that sounds great. I really like the fact that, you know, like you guys are one of the first when it comes to having all the inclusiveness and everything on different levels of an organization. That's that's really good. That's really admirable. And um, I think lots of others will follow suit in, in, in the next few years. I just have to you know, look at the way things are going. So really good. That's for sure. And we, we yeah. love going around the country and asking about best practices and people's models, but Virtually. The really cool moment for me is hearing about origin stories, because when I talk to parents and I talk to self-advocates around the country, they want to know how we're doing what we're doing. And it's just really cool to let them know how, how possible it is um, when you hear some of these origin stories. So can you tell us about how and why Aspiratech came to be? Yes. So uh, our founders are Brenda and Moshe Weitzberg. Uh, they founded Aspira Tech back in 2008. Uh, they had a dream of finding suitable employment for their adult son, Ron. Ron is a college-educated, kind, and capable person on the autism spectrum who had difficulties finding work that suited his talents. Now, after researching a company in Denmark that employed adults doing software QA testing, Moshe and Brenda had their answer. And from a startup in Moshe and Brenda's basement at home, Aspiratech now has over 130 plus employees in two locations, and we continue to grow every day. Love to hear it. Like I said, um, it's so important for people to understand that the best employment programs that are coming out are coming out by the, the people involved, the people with skin in the game, uh, you know, neurodivergent people and their circles of support coming together and figuring out how to do this. Um, so really inspiring. And what incredible growth that you've had. It's really, really cool to see. Um, and impressive. For sure. Um, so with that being said, can you tell us a little bit about some of the challenges and or stigmas which you and the organization have faced when trying to get new customers, especially in the beginning? Yeah, uh, in the beginning, back in 2008 to about 2010, uh, it was very, very difficult. It took us uh, a few years for us to start growing. Uh, when we started, people did not seem to believe that people on the spectrum can kind of do this critical work. Uh, thankfully, uh, a few companies gave us a chance and we did fantastic work for them. Those companies continued to give us more and more work as our relationship with the client continued to grow. Over time, due to the incredible QA work that Spirotech does, uh, we have a track record of developing partnerships with the companies that work with us. Uh, and, and like I said, when we first started talking, or even when we first start talking with a new client, uh, you know, they are often skeptical. And, you know, we usually suggest that they hire us for a pilot project first. This way, they can kind of get experience of working with us without too much perceived risk. And most companies give us more work after that. 
we work for some really big companies too as well, uh, like Bose, AbbVie, Goldman Sachs, Aon, uh, and plenty. But you know, we don't just work exclusively with just big corporations. We also work with small companies too, like Basecamp and RoboKind. That's awesome. Thank you for that. And now a little follow-up. How does it feel to work in this field, work in this company? And like, can you tell us a little bit about the culture um, which you founded? Right, because we obviously see a lot of benefits, not just to the, the neurodivergent people being employed, but to the company culture and to the company structure itself. Tell us about that. I, I guess the best way I could put it is the Sphere Tech is a welcoming place. Uh, people treat each other with respect and are seen as individuals that they are. We embrace our our differences, uh, people on the autism spectrum have usually endured a lifetime of social exclusion, uh, which can feel pretty lonely. Uh, we are grateful to have a, a place where we feel like we belong. I've, I personally have seen, you know, new employees who've come here who, you know, they used to never really speak much or socialize. Um, and, you know, their families and their friends are are in, amazed because what we found is, you know, when you've, they've been in environments of other neurodivergent people, uh, they start to socialize more. They feel more accepted. They feel, you know, like, you know, it's okay to make a social mistake. Uh, and and it, it's, it's wonderful to kind of watch that, you know, that evolution there uh, where you have, you know, you can see someone just kind of come to life uh, from just being so quiet for so long. Um, and, and honestly, that, that's one of the, the great parts about some of our social programs here. Uh, Sphere Tech is, is, is like, I'm sure as we've already discussed, it's a very unique company to work for. Uh, in college, I did some work on the side for a US intelligence agency uh, and was also employed as a public safety officer in psychiatric units and hospitals around the Chicago area. Uh, but you know, honestly, it, it just, it, it was nothing like this. Uh, it feels really empowering to finally work for a company where I, I can have the opportunity to make a positive change in the world, and especially in a world that is so frequently negative. Uh, and, and I really feel like, you know, I'm, I'm really offering something, you know, it's something that's more than just myself. It's not just a job, it, you know, it's not just another means of income, you know, it, it's really making a difference in the lives of uh, neurodivergent people and other people on the autism spectrum uh, to really give them, you know, a hope of a real future and a place where they can be their best self and be productive members of society, but also feel like they can have a real career here. Yeah, I really like that. The fact that you mentioned hope, but the other part, which I think is very important is that, you know, it's like a realism that, you know, yeah, this is a career and like, this then be like legit your career. I mean, that, that, that's very important on top of hope. I think hope's very important, but that as well, it's like, that's something solid. We love talking about these models and the culture and all this stuff. But like I said, Josh and full disclosure here, Josh and I don't know what a spear tech does. You've mentioned QA and quality assurance. I know the word. We don't understand it. Not what at are all. You, right. What are you doing? Like, um, besides neurodiversity employment, what does a spirit tech do? So the, the kind of work uh, is software quality assurance. So the, basically what is software testing? Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, developers will make fixes. They, they make improvements to software. 
they may add a new feature. Uh, and our job is to kind of make sure we run it through uh, and test it and make sure that there are no defects uh, and that the, the, ever since they changed that code or they implemented that feature, that their customers are not gonna be affected by that change and that it will still have the same highest level of quality that they've experienced when they first purchased the product. And we're also not only do that, that that's more of, of what is called life cycle management. Uh, now we also do work for uh, development programs as well. Uh, so before anything hits the market, we make sure that it is by the best quality possible and that there are, the user will not experience any issues with it going forward. You know, that reminds me of something. Um, I'm not sure many listeners know or not, but I used to build model airplanes uh, for years. And while doing it, there were different companies, obviously. Some were not good quality and some were good. And the good ones, you would gravitate towards because in the process of designing the kit, they would go back and say, okay, does this piece, do, will it fit when you assemble it? No, okay. Then they would measure it out, make it better. Does this have enough detail? So I feel like what, what you guys are doing in a sense, it's like you are that better company who goes back and makes sure that the kit is absolutely perfect. So then when people like me will buy it, you would not have problems at all, either customizing it or building it to like how it actually is in real life. So that's really cool. Um, that, that's at least what I took away from it. Again, I'm not a tech guy. Dave's not a tech guy. I mean, I'm not going to lie on his behalf. It would sound great if I did. <laughs> but um, yeah, we are, we're both not tech guys. Uh, but yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Um, the airplane markets from back when I used to do that. Right. And we, we take uh, the technology at our fingertips for granted because even though yeah. Josh and I are not tech guys, <laughs> we are on tech all day. Yeah. Right. And it works. And I guess it works thanks to quality assurance departments and right. And, and contractors like a spear tech, which is incredible. And so that being said, why this business, what, what do we see as some advantages of employing a neurodiverse workforce in general, but also specific to this industry? Advantages for neurodiversity and QA testing are that people on the autism spectrum often have an amazing ability to focus and to do repetitive tasks without getting bored. Uh, they also have an incredible attention to detail and the ability to see things others don't see. And, and honestly, we've had clients who've worked with us uh, who've said, you know, we found things that they would not have even thought of to look for. And to be honest, we find a lot of issues also during exploratory testing when we're not even following, you know, the test plan that we're given. A lot of the time when we spend just messing around with the product and trying different scenarios, we, we do find a lot of issues. And honestly, it increases the quality of the product for the client and for the customer. That is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of picked up two things from that. One, it's a combination of the passion you have and also... I know like with me, the detail orientation, how sometimes I look at something and I, the way I can see it, it's like I'll be able to pick up little things. When you combine the passion with that, it only makes sense that you're going to be able to find things, which let's say your competitor, like let's say um, Bob's Tech or whatever, wouldn't be able to do because they don't, A, they don't have, they may not have the same passion and B, they don't look at things the same way because it's almost what I would like call in this case, like like a neurodivergent advantage, which you are looking at through a different set of eyes and you can see things completely different. So in this case, it's almost like a superpower or something 
for sure. So that makes complete sense. Neurodiversifying your workforce is something that benefits everybody. It's like Josh and I's TEDx talk from 2019, be selfish. Well, you're not embrace, pushing that. You know, be selfish, embrace neurodiversity. Yeah. You know, it was, a, it feels like it was a lifetime ago, but we meant everything we said in that talk. Yeah. Um, and, and it still rings true. Mm. There are benefits to employing people who think differently. That's it. Um, yeah, it's not and, just charity at all. And you'll, and you'll, and you'll find that in any industry. Uh, so it's, again, it's really interesting to get into this software world that we've been intimidated by um, historically. Very cool. Um, that being said, do the, the, the people being onboarded and trained at a spear tech have prior experience or do they at least have that kind of uh, technology oriented brain uh, beforehand or are you giving anyone a shot tell us about the the backgrounds of the people that you're giving job opportunities to not all uh, some do and obviously it's welcomed but personally myself I did not have any experience with QA uh, but because of the way my brain is wired I have a very great knack for it. And I, it's just, it's great for me because as personally, I am a little bit of a perfectionist. Uh, and for me, everything from the emails I send to the documents I create, to the defects I write, to whatever I do is 100% quality. And I also find that, you know, we've also hired other neurodivergent people who may not have had experience with computers, but they show a knack for the job and they're good at it. And I've seen people come from no experience with computers to now be able to run teams. So it, it's very, it's very unique to kind of find your niche, your niche in um, society and kind of be able to have that career and also to find something you're good at without have even noticing that you were before. I think also what, what's interesting um, is, is just it's not only just the fact that they're good at what they do. It, there's a level of excitement that people from the outside may not see. When we have like a tester, for example, who finds a defect, we have an inst instant messaging service called Slack and it will always go buzzing with activity. Uh, and someone will say, hey, look, look what I found. I found this issue. And that what we see is other people will then jump in, other analysts, other testers and say, hey, let me try it on this. Let me, let me check it over here. And what happens is, is that we can find more data points for the client then. And then what happens is, is they now have a better idea of how major of an issue this is or where it's being affected. And it's because not only are we very cohesive when we work together, but we're also able to maintain that same level of communication, even if we're working remotely or if we're in an office. That's awesome. So basically like, this is actually like no joke hypothetical here. Like let's say, um, Dave and I also moved to Illinois and we're like, hey, we have no experience whatsoever. Like, then, uh, which we don't, like, that's not even a joking. We could then go there and there is a very good chance we could, like, kind of get into that. That's really cool. I mean, and, and, I, cool. and I do have to say, for all the joking around about not being technical, there are various hobbies and passions that both Josh and I have picked up that we didn't know we'd have a knack for like me with editing video and creating graphics and stuff like that. I only started doing and me this podcasting. stuff. Right. We only started doing this stuff because of sounds like autism, for example, and the passion we have behind that. But uh, once I was motivated to do it, I figured it out. So um, it, it's, it's, you know, I had no 
Josh and I had no knowledge of uh, t-shirts or screen printing or anything like that before we got there. And now, you know, we realize we have a knack for it and that, um, you know, we can get job satisfaction in a role that we weren't always picturing doing. So I, I think that it's really cool that we're giving everyone a yeah. shot. How has working at Aspiratech changed your life? Uh, well, for me personally, uh, working at Aspiratech has transformed my attitude towards working a job. Uh, it's given me a real purpose in my life that kind of drives me every day. There are many employees out there uh, that work for other corporations who've kind of always repeated the same rhetoric to me. That at the end of the day, they feel like they're just another number and their company could replace them in a hard heartbeat. But what I've found from my time at, a, at working at Aspiratech, it's, it's the exact opposite. At Aspiratech, if someone makes a very human mistake, they're not immediately fired like at other corporations. We allow people to make mistakes and give them the opportunity and support to better themselves as continuous learning is actually one of our company's core values. What I've kind of learned as I've continued to develop my leadership skills here is that people are people. You know, a little bit of understanding, compassion, and support for employees and their struggles can help you unlock a person's hidden strengths and talents that can be a large asset to your organization. Aspiratech not only taught me how to be good at QA, but they also taught me how to be a better person. It certainly is good to feel needed and valued um, in the workplace. And um, Josh and I can definitely speak to that. Um, and and it seems like Spirit Tech just sound. I never wanted to work at a software company before, but I, uh, <laughs> this is cool. It's really cool. Thank you so much for your, your, your honesty uh, about your experiences in the workplace. Yeah. Really cool. So if you could tell the world one thing about like neurodivergent individuals, and what would that be? Uh, there's an unfair stigma surrounding neurodivergent individuals uh, where people think they're somehow broken or are only capable of performing menial work, such as bagging groceries. But what I found by working at Aspiratech is that neurodivergent individuals are capable of so much more when given an opportunity and a little bit of support. And in many ways, the work that neurodivergent individuals output can be far superior as compared to their neurotypical counterparts. And they can be highly valuable assets to corporations in any industry. Uh, the lesson I hope for people to learn is that while neurodivergent individuals may struggle in some areas of daily life, their unique ways of thinking and functioning is a positive and productive asset to society. Thank you so much for that. And um, really like, also sharing a little bit about the industry itself, because I mean, that, that does sound pretty interesting. And before this, I honestly, like, didn't even think about that industry. And now it's like, that's honestly pretty cool. Like, so then, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll, we'll speak soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Wow, Josh. Um, a Spiritech's a big employer. They're a really special place to work. Very cool. Indeed, indeed. And again, like open my eyes to that whole new, that whole industry. Like, wow. Well, you know what? There are a lot of hiring initiatives for neurodivergent people in this in the space of software development and QA and stuff like that. Um, even at you know SAP and Microsoft and and lots of companies, which is great. That that's great. I mean, always I always feel happy to hear that like society's moving in the right direction. And uh, it's just, I think it's important to keep it moving in that direction, but it's moving there nevertheless, which is good. Awesome. Um, so 
what else? What what else is going on with you lately? Oh, so one thing which is pretty interesting and I, I'm proud of, and I consider this a start. I want, in case anyone on the advisory board is listening to this, which there's a possibility, uh, I consider this a start. Um, one of my goals going on, as many of you know, if you've listened in the past, I'm on the New York State Autism Advisory Board. I, um, I'm speaking pretty much like I'm the PF of many of the folks on the spectrum in the state of New York. Uh, one of my personal goals going there was to make it more visible, meaning that so people know like that there is a New York State Autism Advisory Board and that they can put their voice in it. So after, you know, talking and doing some things now, on um, there is a direct email link on the website where you can now email us things which you think the board should talk about so we can hear your voice, which I think is a very big step. It's not, it, we're not done at all. I'm not done at all, but that is a very big improvement because it's important to like, you know, it, we represent you, the people, and you're, you're let's say something's bothering you, mm-hmm. which like no one knows about, like tell us and we, we fix it. And then you'll feel like, you know, you're part of something bigger than yourself, which is true. And that's very important. I've always felt that, you know, like things in government, like people should be, have the ability to be involved in and there should be transparency. And that's what I'm trying to do with the board. I'm very happy with how it's going. Awesome. Yeah. It was a big, it was a big month, October. Um, yep. And that was well done on your part. It was very cool to watch you live on the live stream. Um, well, thank you. T- talk about that. And then for maybe two weeks later, it to have been implemented, um, you know, government is not always the easiest thing to deal with and big corporations and things like that because of how slow moving sometimes uh, things are, but we are making changes and strides every day. So it's very cool. I actually got the opportunity to speak in front of the New York state assembly um, in October, a couple of weeks ago. Um, They they saw testimony from people in uh, having to do with national disability employment awareness month. I was given five minutes. It was the first time that they ever saw zoom testimony um, so a lot of people came to, to speak. Um, and so they, they heard about 10 hours of testimony, uh, wow. and I got to have five minutes and I had to write it ahead of time. I had my points and it was all organized. And like two minutes before I went on, it was like eight 30 at night. Um, they said to cut all the fluff out of the speech and get to the point, um, because it was late. So I had to really quickly edit my speech and make it, I got it down to like three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, but I think I did okay. It was cool. Um, and I, 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 you know, spoke to, uh, you know, people that get services from New York state and uh, people with autism and developmental disabilities and things like that. Uh, what we need when the school bus stops coming involving, involving Very fun- funding and vocational training um and and job placement and things like that so that was very cool Um, yeah i i just want to add i personally believe no matter what state you're in um it's important to and this is also for the families of people on the spectrum not just mm -hmm. the individuals it's important like you know let's say there's a problem like let's say something's going wrong you see it's very easy to just like complain to other people and say you know this should be happening that should be happening and it's i think it's important to go to the source like for example, government, like, tell the people, like, you know, this is happening and just be relentless. Do not stop. Do not stop until because eventually, because let's say you are tired out and you're talking to a senator, 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 and like that's so on. You never know if the next time you push could be that time. And that that's very real. I'm being completely realistic. Like, that's my mindset all the time. So you, you got to do that because really you could be a person who makes a change, which then down the line affects multiple states and not the whole nation. 
you never know where it's born. Like a big tree comes from like one little small seed. So yeah. But also getting involved yourself isn't necessarily how you have to do it. Not everybody is like Josh and wants to interface directly with politicians and stuff like that. So pay attention to what's going on in your community, sign a petition, yep. share something, comment on something. Um, there, there's so many ways to get involved, volunteering, um, you know, just paying attention to what's going on because there is incredible movement happening every single day. Uh, yeah. And we're all a part of it. Uh, so thank you to our listeners and our fans and our friends and our yeah. coworkers and families um, and everybody involved in making this movement possible because um, it, it's, it's, this is the real work going on. And to, to have started this project in 2019 and have, to have been in this space for about 10 years now, um, the amount of movement that we've seen is absolutely incredible. And it's just the beginning. Yeah, completely. Dave, you hit a right, nail right on the head. I think that's how the saying goes. If not, I'm sorry for butchering that saying. Yeah, we don't know about tools either. Not just tech, but we don't know about tools. <laughs> not um, at all. So where do you want to stop next month? Do we know? I mean, I, I have no idea. I have a couple ideas in mind, um, but I want to do a little more research before I say it on air. Um, but Good yeah, idea. no, I'm excited to get going. But yeah, okay. I mean, like, I'm not going to just say something in it because all right. Like, so oh. we'll, we'll leave it a mystery for our for our listeners. Um, but if you have a suggestion of a virtual tour stop that you'd like to us to make, reach yeah, out. Hit us up. Um, and thank you so much for listening to Sounds Like Autism's virtual yeah. inclusion tour. Have a great one. Bye, Josh. Bye, Dave.